Hello and welcome back to the Defined Engagement Bookcast. I'm Doug Fine. Today we'll be speaking again to Trish Tagley. She's the author of Everyone Knows You Suck! Bad Boss Stories, A Succinct Guide. And we're going to be talking today about the third of her four pillars, and that is Think. Welcome back, Trish. It is so good to see you, and I look forward to this conversation. Hello, everybody. My name is Doug Fine, and I'm here with the Defined Engagement Bookcast. I run a consultancy in Augusta, Georgia, and my guest today here is from up in Westchester County, New York, yes. and that's Trish Tagley, yes. and she wrote this wonderful book called Everybody Knows You Suck, Bad Boss Stories, A Succinct awesome. Guide. So guess what's a little guide about bad bosses? So if anything, um, you're going to just get to get, the, you're going to get a taste of all these uh, people out there that are causing mayhem in companies by the way they act and uh, keeping companies uh, at a mediocre level if they're allowed to continue being bad, if they're allowed to continue sucking. So uh, this is an awesome book. Uh, we encourage, I'm encouraging you to get it. Everyone Knows You Suck by Trish Tagley, T-A-G-L-E. And welcome back, Trish, for our third pillar of out yes. of your book. Yes. Glad to have you. Thank you, you for again. having me. Thank you for having me. Sure. My pleasure. Um, you know, the purpose, I just want to maybe tell you all, the, the reason I do this is because I want to get great ideas out to, to uh, listeners that want to hear about great ideas. So I, I talk to authors that I've uh, read their book, and I know that it's powerful stuff, and you can learn, uh, you can study, and the people that I um, interview and talk about their books, they're very accessible. So Trish is not the kind of author that's gonna like, oh, I'm an author, I can't talk to the, I can't talk to the hoi polloi. <laughs> I, I will talk to you, you know, you can, you could, you could add value. They, they'll add, you'll add value to their lives by them knowing you. I know that, so. Thank you. That's what you've been to me, so. Thank you. So here we go. Uh, think is the thir third mm -hmm. pillar of your book. And um, I think it's about, um, thinking is about autonomy, that a leader, a good boss, not a sucky boss, is going to allow you to grow and thrive and, mm -hmm. and do under their leadership and mm -hmm. their mentorship, that kind of thing. So the two um, sub-pillars we're going to talk about is uh, first, countenance. Mm -hmm. And and you just you share a story about a sucky boss who yelled at people. So talk to me about that. Why That sounds like... That sounds like it's it should be for, forbidden for a manager to ream someone else verbal ream someone out verbally, um, whether in private or in person. Tell me what your tell me about your instinct about how bad that sucks. Well, you can okay you can just imagine when you if somebody's screaming at you do you really think you're going to be listening mm. or hearing mm. what it is that they're trying the message they're trying to deliver especially even if it's you're yelling at them on their own you know just off to the side yeah 
no okay and especially if you're working with somebody who's on your team the one thing you don't want to do is embarrass them because mm. you lose their trust hopefully trust that you've built up trust is hard what is there's another saying here that might be old school far away <laughs> but you know trust is something that's that you that takes a while to build but it can be destroyed in a minute quickly in yes a, in a day, exactly right with one one action mm -hmm. so if you're the type of leader that's built up some trust and then all of a sudden you just lose it on somebody mm -hmm. either again in front of a group or alone there, there, there it goes there it goes well, your credibility the trust that you built the rapport that you built the team because you know it's going to get around you know that people are going to hear you. Um, that's it. It's done. So I don't, uh, I, I know that people can be people. People can get angry. People think that raising their voice to somebody that is a direct report. Now, I'm not speaking about, listen, you want to yell at somebody who's at your level or higher, go for it. Go for it. Because... They're senior, okay? Not, not tell, I mean, do what you want with that. They're senior, they're at your level or higher. Mm -hmm. But if you start yelling at somebody who is already a step, you know, a role or two below you, how is that gonna make them feel? You know, they, they, want, they want to achieve, they, they probably know they've made a mistake is yelling at them going to make it better? And now I'm not talking about giving trophies to participants, okay? I'm not talking about giving medals to kids, you know, how this whole, I mean, you know, they're not kids anymore, but there uh -huh. was that generation that they were given medals just for being there. Showing up, the right? Uniform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not talking about that, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't believe in that. But there's a way to talk to people that when they've made a mistake that you can get your message across and that you get heard and yeah. they know you're serious. I was actually thinking, Trish, when we, uh, just, just a second ago, is that, um, for one, a leader should never damage anybody's self-esteem. That's like go. rule one. That's mm -hmm. you, you have to maintain your people's self-esteem or enhance it. That's the bottom line. So unless you're maintaining their self-esteem, by feedback, uh, negative feedback, you still can't damage their self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And so what I really want to say here also is someone could be yelling at somebody and they're not even raising their voice. In other words, they're saying things that cut to the quick of a person's esteem. So yeah. they're not yelling, but they're being uh, inappropriate, uh, accusatory, mm -hmm. um, damaging, uh, uh, criticizing in a way that is not helpful. Mm -hmm. So it's it. You don't have to just not yell when you're discussing some something that has has made an emotional reaction in you. Mm -hmm. cer saying certain things without even raising your voice could be just as yes. bad. Yes, just wanted Absolutely. to bring that up. Yeah, I mean you have to again. When there's a problem at work, 
you don't attack the person mm. you attack the problem you find a solution to the problem this is where we are this is the mistake that was made don't do it again now right. what are we going to do together to solve it yeah and yeah. that's that's how the conversation should happen i mean granted there are some people that should be fired because <laughs> they're <laughs> because maybe they're not a right fit for the position right okay so then obviously if you've had a conversation about performance with this person over and over again and they haven't shown any improvement or any more enthusiasm for desire to learn then yeah then it's time to say okay you maybe move them to somewhere else in the company maybe not fire them move them somewhere else in the company where there'll be a better fit but precisely you don't attack the person you attack the problem mm -hmm. what is the problem here and how are we going to fix it and then make sure that again you work on it as a team but you make sure that they understand that, listen, this can't happen again. Yeah, yeah, it's just good management. You can't not address it, but you have to address it. You have to address it in a way that the person mm -hmm. has a sense or knows that they can fix it. Yeah. That you're not completely writing them off. There's so many, management is a tough job. Leadership's a tough job. It's difficult. And, and so people go to classes. And people hire people <laughs> like you and they hire people like me to uh, wave them off from doing stupid, sucky things. That's kind of our job at times. Right? That's true. That's true. I mean, I, I give I'll give a story here. Yeah, um, I have a lot of stories. You do. Um, there was I was newly hired at this agency and I was put in charge of a team of three. It wasn't a very large agency, boutique agency. And the first thing I was told was, you need to talk to Miss X mm -hmm. because we're going to fire her. Mm. And I'm like, no, you're not. First of all, she's on my team, so that's my decision, <laughs> even if I just got here. Yeah, um, good for you. Because I already, in the few days that I had interacted with her, I already could see potential. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I just have that natural instinct for, to feel, you know, how people are and what I can draw out of them and what needs to be worked on and, and that. I just, I can just feel into people. So I said, no, you're not. So I sat her down and I said, listen, and straight out, like I said, I, I'm a BS assassin. I don't sugarcoat it. I don't use these weird highfalutin words where people are like what did she mean <laughs> you know what i'm saying you leave yeah. a meeting and you're like what did we talk about straightforward yeah so i sat her down and i said listen the feedback i'm getting is that they're not happy with the way your your work is going and you're going to get fired mm. so what we're going to do because i can see potential I can see the potential in you is we're going to work together and we're going to put this to bed, this wow. idea of getting fired to bed, 
put it away. And um, I'm just telling you this. I say, you know, they're looking 30 days. I said, but it's not going to happen. You're not going to get fired because we're going to work together. We're going to show them just how good you are. Wow. And in the end, um, I was, she was the one that I, out of the three, the, the, the directors were saying, this, pers- this other person should get promoted. I'm like, no, he's not ready. The person that needs to get promoted is Miss X. The person you the want person to fire. That you wanted, yes, wow. because I was able to bring, I was able to give her the confidence mm. for her, help her bring out the confidence, I should say, rather, because it was her who did the work. And she just, she shined. That's wonderful. And it was people, you know, eventually I left the company and um, they weren't really ready to promote. It was, there was a slight bad time in the company. And the one of the directors was a good friend of hers. And when I left, of course, you know, you don't tell everybody, the directors don't tell everybody what they talk about when you have directors meetings. Right. I mean, that's just the way management is. When I left, he he and he talked to her and he said, you know, you were the one that she wanted to promote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she came back to me and she said, because I always said to her, when there's a promotion, you're going to get it. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So people are used to people just talking. But there was proof for her that guess what? Yeah, I cool. wasn't just talking. I was actually, it was the truth. This is how it was going to be. And um, she eventually left the company and, and now she's a director herself somewhere else. I'm very, very pleased for her. That's, because a, that's she's a great story. Amazing. But yeah, she went from somebody who was going to get fired to somebody who was on the promotion. That's amazing. Path, so. That's amazing. And yeah. that goes, that's a, that's a feather in your hat to just being fair. Uh, protecting someone that's sort of been unfairly, yes, um, you know, stigmatized or whatever. Yes. But, and maybe, and she just needed help. And the yeah. person that left that you filled in their job, they weren't giving her what she needed. Exactly. Yeah. So the next, so that was countenance. Yes. Uh, about somebody losing Yelling. their, blowing their top. And, yeah. and that's bad, bad, bad. You don't do that. The mm-hmm. next uh, subtopic under um, the pillar think mm-hmm. is freedom. Yes. And I, I want um, when when you say freedom, I think autonomy. Um, mm-hmm. so I want you to kind of describe um, how does freedom, um, giving your people freedom, instead of again, it's uh, the opposite is micromanaging. How does freedom? Uh, how is that different from delegation? Is there a difference? Well, because okay. old school says delegate everything. You know, delegate. Then you can do higher level stuff. But are you saying, is this a, a fancy word of saying dele- delegate? No, delegate basically means you have, you. I have a task mm-hmm. that I do, and now it's yours. <laughs> and now you do it. <laughs> okay. Which might be a step up. We don't know what the task is. We're not naming what the task is. But freedom, basically, it's the idea that you give people the good a good foundation for how to do their job okay to run their accounts to own their accounts and then you let them run 
So they know the boundaries. Mm -hmm. They know your parameters, mm -hmm. your rules. But once they know it, you don't. You have to trust that even if they color outside the lines, mm. they know how far they've colored outside the lines, and they're gonna come right back. Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of the the idea behind freedom. Well, Once you, you give the people the ownership and the ability to make the decisions on the projects and the accounts and you know with the clients that they work with because you've taught them how to make how to discern what's right and what's wrong how to make those decisions that's beautiful well said and and every manager should get this you know managers who suck in particularly really need to <laughs> do that but i think all leaders all managers need to know that um, if a person doesn't have some freedom to do it their way, mm -hmm. uh, get to the goal their way about if they've thought again, this, this, sub, this, this pillar is think. And mm -hmm. if they've thought it through about how they want to approach this task or working with this client and you set them free, quote unquote, that just gives a tremendous amount of in, brings engagement. Because yes. they actually, by their independent creativity and their independent way of building relationships with clients and such, that gives them, they get they start seeing the results and the impact yeah. of their work. Uh, and that's a job, that's, that's, a, that's a key part of engagement is people seeing that they have impact. And if you're yeah. reining them in and not trusting, mm -hmm. then, then again, it's just kind of a, a, a way of micromanaging people. When, exactly. Yeah. So I exactly. love that. I love that. Um, how about learning from your younger people? Tell me about that. There's not, like I said, there's never a problem. Learn. Everybody needs to learn something every day. Mm -hmm. We learn every, somebody, a Scottish girl that used to, I used to work with, she said, I, I heard this from her first, every day is a school day. Wow. <laughs> And uh, I, it was just funny because I think is it was a, I mean I, I don't know if I've heard it from anyone else, but I haven't. It, it's That's a, cool. It's Scottishism. It's kind so, of a cute way of saying, you know. Yeah, I'm you here learn, learn something today. every day. Yeah. Cool. So she, there was something that we were talking about, and she said, you know, I and I worked something out for her, and she goes, every day is a school day, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and precisely, it, I think you have to approach. Um, work uh, the business that you're building in that manner that there's always something new to learn mm -hmm. either from the client or from the people you work with and especially for from you know younger people the higher up the higher on the ladder you are the further away you are from the actual work mm -hmm. and that can be a problem especially as I think I mentioned in one of our uh, chats, especially if you're the one negotiating the contracts, you're making the, you know, the business pitches and all of that. There are things, especially in technology, but even in our day-to-day -day world, there are innovations that maybe you don't know about because right. you didn't, 
you you're not hands on. You're not talking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to different people that are in the weeds. Okay, so there are tips and tricks that the the people, the junior people, are learning that you you haven't learned. So again, always going back to people who are in the weeds, people who are actually doing the day to day, and saying, so you know, what's the latest thing? You know, just keeping yeah. in touch with the people. Yeah. Keeping yeah. in touch with again, you know, you say the younger the younger people, just keeping in touch with them um, will will help you understand your industry a lot better. And there was, you know, this is this is an aside, mm-hmm. but there was a, a friend of mine, she also she used to she's a friend of mine now, but she used to report to me and she got married, had a baby, and now I said, oh, you know, will you ever go back to work? And she said, yeah, I think I will when my son is whatever age. And then I'm, I was like, really? Because she has a photography business that she's working on now. So mm-hmm. she's not just idle. And um, she said, yeah, because you get to hear all these different new things that you don't really, if you're not really interacting with the people. Mm-hmm. And that's true. If you just immerse yourself in a group and just, you know, once in a while, I mean, obviously you have your job to do, so you can't be hanging out all the time. But if you just immerse yourself once in a while and listen to what they're talking about, and then maybe do your research on the side, because like I said, you have your job to do um, and they have their job to do. It's not their job to just sit there and talk to you. Um, you'll learn yeah. quite a bit. You'll learn a lot. So. Yeah. There, um, going back to that young people, young person's mm-hmm. question, I, there's a there's a story from a um, training videos that I used to show in classes and such. And I don't know if you've ever heard of, I know one of your uh, sub subtitles under a pillar was the fish philosophy. Mm-hmm. But did you ever hear about that company? Uh, did you ever hear these videos called fish? Did, no. Well, long story short, this is a company in Seattle. They're a fish market uh-huh. and uh-huh. people go and they're they're actually it's a destination at this point because people go and they throw fish and they get people behind the counter and it's just a huge amount of fun for uh-huh. the customers and the employees are just these burly guys that are freezing because it's ice cold in there and they're throwing they're putting fish and uh-huh. this is the point that it just was so cool to hear the owner Johnny say you know I just want to tell you, uh, we had a meeting one day and we talked about what we could do differently and whatever, what we need to be. And he enlisted all his employees to give ideas. And he said, this young kid, this young kid said, hey, why don't we be world famous? And he goes, he goes, this came out of some young kid's mouth. And I would have never thought about being world famous. And by the way, they are world famous. You just kind of just Google Pikes. Pikes, Pikes Pikes Place Fish Company. They're world famous. And this he, he goes, I would have never done that. You know, guy my age, uh-uh. but I, he, it came out of some young kid's mouth, and they went, "Woo, let's be world famous." It was a it was a outrageous goal that they ended up meeting. So anyway, I I understand. There's there's a lot of good out there that young people bring uh, yes. to the table, and and they're they're in the weeds. They know technology, yeah. so there's a yeah. lot to learn there too. Yeah. Yeah, 
Absolutely. There was, you know, there was a time when um, there, there's been many times, especially in the ad industry, a lot of layoffs. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going through it again now. The industry's going through it again now. Um, and what I did to keep the team engaged was every single project we had to scope out. Okay, even though I already knew the ins and outs, because I actually, before I got into digital, is I studied every single application. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I studied Photoshop, I studied Illustrator, I studied every everything. I studied sure. how to code. Um, so I understood how long it took to do X job. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had that benefit. But what I would do was I would bring everybody in the room because it was we were left with a very small team. And I said, okay, this is what this is the project. What are your ideas? You know, and just let them sub, you know, talk about, okay, this is what this is what we should do, this is what I think, this is what and it gave them more of a sense of again, ownership yeah. of the of the project, of the account. And you know, if somebody's idea, like I said, okay, everybody's idea is not gonna get in this because of the budget and the timing, but maybe next time. Yes. But when they see, when they, when they saw that somebody's idea got into the scope, okay, and it was presented to the client, then they were more, the next time they were like, oh, I'm gonna come up and think of something, you know? So it was sort of like, again, they, they owned it once they were involved in it. Yeah. So again, the fresh idea, like you said, we, let's be world famous. They are now, right? Yeah. So it's 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 always when you engage people, whether young or sometimes mm-hmm. even older, because they have an experience that maybe um, you always come up with something better. Yeah. I think that that's just a I I totally agree. So leaders leaders have got to again they have to understand that the people that work for them are pretty smart nobody's yeah. you know nobody's sub sub you know in Subpar. intelligence yeah. you're, you're you know you're either of average intelligence or more to keep a job and you have you you want to simulate them in, yeah. in contributing in a way that they they might just in a way pop out of bed in the morning going i have the kind of boss that listens to my ideas yeah and boy that's just one of these and then not just listen but then we do it yeah that's that so then i can see impact in in the work i have you know the end product is something i contributed to so it's yeah. it, it's not you know i also you know when i said earlier in a different episode that leadership and management's hard i kind of saw you go yeah it's not, not that hard but maybe it isn't that hard you know maybe it is just kind of being a leader that's going to learn from their people give them opportunity it maybe it's not as hard as i would like to think it is but i and we can we can arm wrestle about how hard leadership is some other day right (laughs) so so again this is uh, a book called everybody knows you suck bad boss stories a succinct guide by trish tagley it's available on amazon it'll take a little bit time to get you because they print them one by one but um no i think i think for for people for Amazon custom customers that order it comes faster but author copies 
Yeah. Your last one. <laughs> Your last one. Last one. On the list. Okay, so you can get it right away. Two day yeah. Amazon. Um, Everyone knows you suck. It's a provocative book. It, she, uh, Trish is very, very blunt in it, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Again, Trish talking yes, about the you. third pillar, which yes. is called Think. And uh, we'll see you next time for the fourth pillar, which is called trust. There you go. Hey, Looking is forward. there any? Yeah, good, good, good talking to you and see you yeah. next time. Okay, great. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you again, Trish Tagley, for joining me. Next time, it's our fourth meeting together. We're going to co- cover the fourth pillar of her book, Everyone Knows You Suck, and that will be trust. You can go and see and read and hear uh, other bookcasts of mine with great guests at the Anchor podcast site and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And then you can find me at DougJFine.com. Thank you again for joining me for the Defined Engagement Bookcast. See you next time. Bye-bye.